0: <sighs> Take a deep breath. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so when's that Doctor Who gonna, like, show up? Because I don't want to talk about SummerSlam. Uh, I really it,
0: don't. <laughs> not until this week. It's over this week or next weekend.
1: Because <laughs> Okay, hello, well, welcome to Hello Governor of the Podcast. I'm Abdullah, and with me is Tom, and... I I I I wrote myself into a corner. I promised people on on the last episode that we would talk about SummerSlam, and
0: you just don't you just don't want to talk about it. Cause <laughs> cause, yeah. cause, cause, cause here is
1: my relationship with the WWE. I like their product when they do something right i'm i i'm behind it 100% and i will praise them when they do something right but when they do something wrong oh god like it, it it's it's hard for me to explain how how pissed off i was at that fucking ending like it I don't, I don't know, man. Like I'm, I'm legit lost for words. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, y- you want to talk about it? Okay, fine. Wh- you know, I I, 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 can't, I can't, I, <laughs>
0: I can't. <laughs> right. To sum it up, um, what happened was that SummerSlam, probably argued the second biggest pay per view of WWE's um, pay per views. So, it's just the annoying thing about it. The show started off good. The pre show was good. The first opening match of the show was brilliant. And then it just slowly went downhill. Very, very quickly.
1: I mean, I thought the Brie Bella thing was the worst shit that they were going to do that night. And I I admit, when I saw that, that kind of killed my mood.
0: I was like, "Why is this on pay per view?" That that crowd was stupid. They were chanting to Stephanie, "You still got it," and I'm like, "What? She didn't even had it to begin with." I, I, cause,
1: and and what pissed me off was that that match went on for like what twenty
0: minutes, that? twenty fucking minutes of the shit. No, that went on. That Stephanie Bree match only went on for ten minutes.
1: It felt like 20 minutes. Yeah, I
0: know, because they were just doing jack shit. Seriously, when they started off, they were doing Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. They were just circling in the ring against each other. And then, oh my God, surprise twist ending, um, Nikki turned on Brie. And now, I... and now she's heel. And I'll be honest, I, I saw this kind of come in because I went, yeah, they're going to break those two up at some point. And sure enough, um, both of you and me talked about this, we both said this, if the, if one of them has to go heel, it's going to be Nikki. <laughs> I, it,
1: it's, uh, guess, guess. I, I I mean, I, I mean, okay, okay, I mean, just let me catch my breath here, because I'm, 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 because you, you guys had to see this shit live. Like I, I saw this shit live, and I, it, it, it's one of those moments where I look back and say, yeah, now I know why people talk down to people who watch wrestling. Now I know when stupid shit like this is on TV and we're supposed to be cheering for this, and it's just fuck Stephanie McMahon, fuck her. I don't w- wasting my goddamn time with this angle and 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 the fact that. Two Raws, like I said, two Raws were devoted to fucking this angle, and oh. it's not <laughs> good. Like, and that's what—that's the thing. It's like because the show opens once again. The show opens up great with Miz and, Miz and Ziggler, fantastic fucking match, and then it just even, goes down here. It just goes downhill after that.
0: Even the pre-show was good.
1: Yeah, and it pisses me off even more because it's like, so you're telling me Cesaro and Rob Van Dam, two guys who work fantastically, fantastically well in the ring,
0: with each other, are on the
1: pre are are are, are on the pre show because they don't mean shit, you know? Yeah. Fuck them. They don't mean shit. We gotta waste time on fucking Stephanie and Brie.
0: <laughs> well, this is what I made mean. all this uh, other shit. It's annoying because this pay per view card only had. I would arguably say the only good matches were R V D RVD versus Asaro, Dolce Sigler versus the Miz, um Steph Rollins versus Dean Ambrose. uh Brian versus Chris Jericho was pretty good. And surprisingly Roman Reigns and Randy Orton lived up to some aspect of a good match.
1: Oh oh I will I like that match.
0: Yeah, that was a good match. That
1: match that match, like I was very critical of Randy Orton, but holy shit, did they, you know, both him and Roman Reigns, they went out there and they're like, fuck it, we're giving these people a show, and holy shit. <laughs>
0: they put, yeah, and Randy Alton I have not seen him wrestle that good for a while. He actually got his finger out of his asshole for this time, for this match.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is just as good as his matches with Christian a couple of years
0: back, yeah.
1: you know, it's just... But then, like, because here's the thing, like, because there's good stuff in this pay-per-view, but the bad stuff just... It's it's astonishingly yeah. how bad this stuff is. Yeah.
0: Like again, the the one stuff that we were annoyed about, um, I think we're both both probably gonna be annoyed about is it. the Divas Championship match, because I, I I don't know why these two are not working off with each other that well.
1: Because they're not giving shit to work with. Yeah,
0: it's it's weird. It's again, they're like this. It's this was the shortest match of the night. Um, Page versus AJ Lee. As it, it that annoy me. I, I think if that Stephanie Brie Bella match wasn't on the card, they were given a little bit more time to do what they need to do. Because, because that I, mean, was-
1: I, yeah. let, I mean, I like. I mean, because cause here's the thing. Like, I like the ending to that match because they finally put over like right. Paige's new car. Paige's new character, and she was creepy as fuck in that. In, in the ending, yeah. Jesus.
0: Yeah, it, yeah it remind. It, it reminded me when Mickey Jane had the feud with Trish Stratus a little bit, you know.
1: Yeah, and I'm like. This is good. Why isn't, like...
0: <sighs> I, I, I was, One thing I was annoyed about, I wish that match was longer. The only reason why yep. I don't consider it a good match because it's way too short. It's less than five minutes.
1: Yeah. And it pisses me off because, like, I know Paige and AJ are both fantastic in the ring. Mm. Why aren't they wrestling? Yeah. You know, why... Why Again, it goes back to my argument. Like, why Why the fuck is Stephanie McMahon getting more time than, than the actual divas, than the actual fucking wrestlers on the roster?
0: Yeah. It annoyed the hell out of me that day because it's just like. The only good thing I would say about the Stephanie Sash pre match Stephanie looking hot. But that's it.
1: Like they were just circling around doing jack shit, and it's like, oh, are they going to do anything? Are they going to do anything? And then, like, towards the fucking end, do they do they do anything? And then, oh, we have to have the run in with Triple H yeah. because it
0: made me. I don't know why that made me laugh when. Well, well, what was it? It was like Nikki did a drop kick on Triple H, and I'm like, I was like, I'm like, Jesus Christ! Did she just do a drop kick on Triple H? That's one of <laughs> the most exciting things that happened in that match. I'm like. Wow, a female wrestler doing a drop kick for dropper H. Never seen that before.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you want to know what's sad? <laughs> Triple H sold better than Stephanie did in the entire match. Yeah,
0: he just he, he, <laughs> sold, he sold that drop kick like a champ. <laughs> yeah, he went for bloody hell. Um, another match which I thought was terrible didn't need, didn't need to be on the card was the flag match god. I'm so glad that... Well, I'm not glad, to be honest. I'm generally pissed off, because this match went on for longer than it needed to be. This match went long, longer on than Page versus AJ, which, by the way, Page versus AJ was the bad match. This was...
1: Because just... here's the thing. Oh. I, fucking hate, I, I fucking hate Rusev. I don't like him. Nothing he will ever do will make me like him. Yeah. And, and with Swagger, like I said, I'm tired of giving this guy chances. He's had... How many chances?
0: He just keep fucking
1: and he, up. And, and, and it's just, I gave him a chance like last year when, you know, they built him up and with this new character. And I'm like, okay, I can get behind this, but then he had to fuck up with that DUI or whatever. And it's just, I, I, I can't do this anymore. Like I, like I said, there's good shit in this pay-per-view, but the bad shit really ruins it and kills the mood for me because yeah. I'm thinking, cause I'm sitting there thinking, why is this on SummerSlam? Why the fuck are we are, are are is Rusev versus Jack Swagger on SummerSlam? And I fucking I despise this feud. Like I said, I was I fucking hated this feud. I thought it was dumb, and I'm just that ending. That ending was gar- garbage.
0: It was just it was a train wreck to watch. That was the problem, and um. I think the other thing which really annoyed me as well, it's just that this this pay per view, if you cut out if you cut out the, the, the bad stuff about it, there were some decent matches, some really good matches.
1: Oh, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, they fucking gave it their all. Yeah. I think that was that oh, was yeah. like my that was like my second favourite match of the night. You,
0: you see that picture that someone made, it's uh, with Dean Ambrose basically landing on top of all all the um lumberjacks outside the outside the ring. Do you see the Photoshop for that? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a like achievement unlock. Take out whole time roster of mid carders.
1: <laughs> I mean, I like that match because it was like it, it put over the story really well, where it said these guys hated each other so much that not even like the lumberjacks could keep them in the ring, and they tore the house down. Like they were they were fantastic in the ring, and I like that match so much. I mean, and. But it was not enough to save this pay per view. It was really not enough. Like I, I can't, like I can't go and say this is a good pay per view because it's not. Because.
0: And the other thing which I thought was quite good was um, the Bray Wyatt Chris Jericho match was better than it was the background.
1: Oh, because Chris Jericho actually fucking did shit this time yeah, and didn't Jer- like.
0: <laughs> and also Bray Wyatt did, did was some really good. It was got some really good spots, really good spots. Yeah. In it. And also that ending as well. Really good. He basically did Sister um, gale on the out, outside of the ring, right into the ring barricade, and then did it in the ring again. I thought that's a good ending.
1: Yeah, I mean another really good match, but again, it's not enough to save this. No. to save this to save the shit and 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 Sorry. and and.
0: Just... And I might
1: as well I might as well just like talk about it now because like the what, thing what... that really the thing that really pissed me off about this fucking thing that that really really pisses me off and I I'm I'm sorry I'm I I gotta say this but this is like the biggest ripoff since Hogan and Nash.
0: Um, I got one say to say about this. I called I called the John Cena vs Brock match called the death the death of Superman. <laughs> that is essentially what it was. It was just brutal to watch. Like Brock it... Lesnar destroyed John Cena. He knows so nothing.
1: Yeah, and it pisses. And it really pisses me off because I've seen these two wrestle. I know they can wrestle, and. That match that they had two fucking years ago was better than this shit because, oh shit, there was actual wrestling and they were actually selling each other's moves. Yeah. This shit was. Was just Brock. Was just Brock saying, yeah, 16 German suplexes or some shit like that. Two F5s. It's just. What is this? What the fuck is this?
0: I swear to God, I've. For about a, for a good five times he almost broke John Cena's neck did you see that really awkward one when we did that suplex yeah. in, in the ring boat and John Cena literally somersault himself around and I thought he broke it, his neck yeah it, especially the first one as well the first suplex I thought he broke his neck I I, and I know they're trying to sell Brock as this monster this unstoppable Face, but he's dangerous in the ring, yeah. He's
1: like, mad. I mean, oh, like,
0: <sighs> have you seen the fan art that someone made made for that match? It's, um, it's basically you know, on the Death Suit Man, basically just his cape, but clapping in the um, wind, and it has like it had it, had, it was on a post, all yeah. Someone got that, re photoshopped it green and put John Cena's emblem on it, never give up. <laughs> Just missed the stretch. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. Sounds up. And the other one was, um, was it? Someone dubbed um, Goku as John Cena. And then Broly as uh, Brian. It was but I preferred this fan-made art that someone made. I thought, that's exactly what I was thinking. In an hard-time match, this is the death of Superman. But they... like,
1: it it pisses me off because this is your main event. This is what you fucking paid to see. Yeah. And and Brock is like, well, I don't want to fucking wrestle. Fucking here's some suplexes and and there you go. Suplexes finishing well, a move. There you go.
0: Well, Brock Lesnar is going to be a night champions, and he's facing John Cena. So I have no idea how that's going to go down.
1: I mean, and the fact that, oh, this, I mean, here's the thing. This wouldn't be so bad if this was on, like, a fucking throwaway pay-per-view, but this is like SummerSlam. This is the fucking main event. You you don't pull this kind of shit and expect people to to say, well, there you go. Oh, but it's okay. And I've seen so much apologists for this saying, well, it's okay because Cena lost. So what? Like yeah. it doesn't ma- it doesn't matter the match is still shit <laughs> you know <laughs> like yeah. it's kind of sad where Randy Orton and and uh, Roman Reigns two guys who had no fucking build up put on a much better match than this keep that in mind
0: that's just mind blowing to thinking that
1: yeah because you want to know why because Roman Reigns actually gives a fucking shit about this company yeah he doesn't want to go out there and just say well I'll fucking half acid and just like no sell everything yeah. I mean this is the kind of shit I would expect Hogan to do and not even Hogan
0: yeah well this is what I mean it's a uh, one thing I was I was shocked about when I was watching this match it was that um the Roman Reigns one they really did put on a good performance and um even hearing the news after have you heard the news between Triple H and Vince McMahon recently what they've been butting heads with each other over who's gonna beat Brock Lesnar oh, No, no, no 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 okay this okay Vince McMahon wants The Rock to beat him. But guess who Triple H wants to beat him? Who? Roman Reigns. He actually wants to get a young guy to to beat Brock Lesnar.
1: I would actually like that a lot better.
0: I I said this already. I think if you build him up correctly, I think he'd be the perfect candidate to beat Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because... Because here's what pisses me off the most about this thing. It's it's that this is the main event. Yeah. This is like this is like we'll get used to Cena and Lesnar because they're going to be like in, in main eventing what how many pay per views now? Because cause here's the problem with WWE. No one is built up. No. No one is built up for that main event, and the only guy who's getting close to to that is Roman
0: Reigns. Yeah. He's not. And that's sad. Like he's not there yet. But he he's pretty much almost there. Yeah. Even Steph. I mean, the, cr- the
1: crowd, the crowd yeah. is going crazy. The crowd, the crowd is go- going crazy for him. He's actually improved his move set a lot since he first came in. You know, he's cutting decent enough promos. I mean, and he wrestled like a four star match with Orton on on SummerSlam. So, you know i I don't understand. I don't understand Vince. Like, Vince is always that kind of guy who's like, well, put in any guy, you know, Rock or or Lesnar or whoever, because they're a big name, and big names draw in money. I mean, this is the problem I had when, you know, what, this is why, I like, it took them forever to fucking push Brian because they don't give a shit about new guys. They just want, like, the old, the old guys. They, they, all, they, they just want these part-timers to come in, win that belt, and, you know, wrestle a few matches and, like, drop it to Cena or... Or Orton. Yeah.
0: That's
1: what that's what Vince wants. Like, he doesn't give yeah. a shit about guys like Brian or Ziggler or fucking Miz even, you know? I mean, it, yeah. it it just makes me sad, especially Bray Wyatt. Like, Bray Wyatt, they were doing a good job with him. You know, he came off like a really good feud with Cena, and, and they're building him up again. But he should be higher up on the food chain now, you know? He should at least have a fucking belt around his waist. Yeah. Well, this, at the very
0: least. It's the other thing that annoys me about that as well. It's just like, you... Again, Brian was the only other guy they built up to this thing. He got himself injured. And apparently he's pissed off with E at the moment because of the whole affair storyline that they put in into the whole thing now. He's not happy with them. So... How do you feel about that? Do you think Brian, when he's going to come back, he's going to get the same sort of reaction? Because I don't know. He's, like, I, I have to bring this
1: up. I know it's yeah. a diff- it was a different era, but I remember back in 1998 when Stone Cold got injured and he and he had the belt. W- the WWF at the time kept the belt on him because, you want to know why? Because he was over. Yeah. And back in those days, they actually gave a shit about guys who were over, and they did their best to keep that belt on him. Sure, that run wasn't very good, but you know what? He got over, and he was, a, he was, you know, he became one of the greatest wrestlers of all time because of that. Yeah. Because of that run, and I miss those days. I miss those days when... I know Brian got injured and his is bad, but still, you could have kept the belt on him and you could have, like in, put him in like a non-wrestling role, you know. I mean, especially with him feuding with Triple H, you know, you could get like guys representing Brian or, or you know, or be, have Brian like hold the WWE belt hostage, saying I'm still the champion, and until like I'm I'm not you know, until I'm like not injured, you know you're not going to see this belt on tv or something like that yeah. you know do something interesting like that don't take the belt off him like i, I kind of wish they did what they did with punk back in 2011 where he like he he just left with the wwe title and he said i'm the real champion and then they're like oh we'll just like bring in a new belt and and a new champion and then he would come back and yeah. and say i wish they would have done that cuz that would have been so much better than the crap we're getting right now
0: it is 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 a real real piss state because again it's it, it's it's bad it's it's unlucky circumstances it's just like you build up these two guys you build up CM Punk and Daniel Bryan and the problem is that CM Punk decided to be a quitter and leave the company and then Daniel Bryan just had these unfortunate events when he's injured himself with, with his neck and also with, with his tall torso, and uh, his shoulder and yeah. It can't be helped. Um, so what does it leave you? It leaves you with John Cena. And the problem is, is that the reason why we're getting so much of um, Steph Rollins and Roman Reigns at the moment is because um, because they need to push those guys. they have have to push them a lot sooner than they wanted to, but they have to push them. And again, with Bray, Bray Wyatt's another the one, they have to push a lot earlier than, than expected. But it's just... I'm glad they're getting these younger guys over, to be honest. I'm, I'm happy to see this. and it, I haven't seen this in a while, but I think some of these guys are getting pushed a little bit earlier than expected, but I think they're ready, most of them. But I think one person who I think is ready is almost ready, Steam Ambrose. But have you heard recently, um, he's not going to be on TV for, for, for quite a while now, because guess what They decide to do with him? Yeah, fucking... They put him in a WWE film, and I'm like, why the hell are you taking him off TV? Like, why now? Why now?
1: It, it's it's one of those things where you have a young guy who you're pushing real hard, who's in this hot feud right now, and you're like, well, fuck it, just put him in a new movie. And I'm like, god damn it, like, you... You don't need that fucking WWE Studios. I I wish that they would shut that shit down, cause like, cause it's just killing momentum. Cause it's like, just killing fucking momentum, and he's he's gonna come back, and his momentum's gonna be dead. Like,
0: yeah.
1: I, oh god. cause, cause the problem is, and I've said this time and time again in various podcasts and commentaries. The roster in WWE is real shit right now, and Vince is just too stubborn to bring in any of the guys from NXT over to the main roster. Yeah. Because they, you know, he tried doing that with, you know, Adam Rose and Bo Dallas, but those were failures, and he's like, well, I don't want to do, do that anymore, and I'm like, just because you failed with two guys doesn't mean, like, the other guys are going to fail. You know, I, I'm just I'm just saying, take fucking chances, and... And, like, and it doesn't help that, like, the writers are, like, killing off angles that that, that, that didn't get a chance to, like, get off the ground. Yeah. Like, the, the new nation.
0: Yeah, they
1: killed that shit before it even started. And I, I was just disappointed by that because I was... I really wanted that heel turn with Kofi and, 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 and give, like, Xavier and Biggie something to do. I mean, and it just... Just, I... I, I just... Oh, fucking hell I I just god damn WWE is pissing me off right now so much like I, I try to meet them halfway but I I can't I really can't yeah cause they're, they're killing off angles way too soon they're not pushing the right guys they are pushing guys but like they're still like ugh
0: yeah it is it is annoying it is frustrating
1: like I'm at that point where I think that I need I, I think I need like another 2 or 3 year break from this shit because it's it's gotten to that point where it's not stale, it's just stagnant. It really is. And and I I, I mean like I said, this is your main title picture now. Lesnar and Cena. Get used to that because no one else is built up properly. Mhm. No one, everyone else who who um, who who was in the main event is either injured or left, and everyone else is just not up to that up to that point in their careers.
0: Which is annoying. It's very very annoying to see that happening.
1: Yeah, like and and wh- I God I, I I hate to say this but like I wish Batista would fucking come back already because we. You kind of need that part-time guy to put 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 these young guys over and 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 make WWE see that you know you can invest in this guy because he can go with you know the veterans.
0: Yeah. Again, Batista was one of those guys that came back and he did help try to put over young guy. He helped put over the Shield. If it wasn't for him being there, being part of the Evolution for that short stint, I think that wouldn't work as much as it did. I I know the shield was over much already that they were, but I think that sort of helped give them that push, you know? Yeah. And it it is annoying. It is really, really annoying that this has happened. And it's really... It it is a bummer. It's a huge bummer.
1: Like, it is at that point where... Like I said, I kind of need a break from this shit. I kind of... I kind of need a break from this, because I can't take this anymore. And even on on Raw, like, Raw was just such a fucking mediocre show, and the crowd was dead, and it was just... What's the point anymore of yeah. me watching this? Because, like... Because, I, 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 I mean, th- that segment with Lesnar and the new belt, I legit thought that Cena was going to come in and interrupt it. I'm like, okay, he's going to come out and interrupt it, he's going to come out and interrupt it. Nothing.
0: There was some really stupid decision-making. Because to be honest, let's, let's be honest, if that was back like in the early noughties or the nin- nineties, someone would have come out and interrupted that. Yeah. But it just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen anymore.
1: You know, just, it was a long-ass segment. It was like, oh, there's the new belt, and I'm thinking of my, and, you know, Heyman cuts a promo, and I'm like, come on, you know, Cena has to show up. He has to show up. They're talking shit. He's going to show up and and Brock's gonna get pissed because he didn't do the job, you know, he didn't, like, finish him, uh, you know, he didn't, you know, completely destroy him. But none of that happened. Yeah. It it, just, it was just another normal segment just to kill time. And just to say, oh, here's a new belt. Oh, well, whoopty-fucking-do.
0: Oh, uh, you know, it happened. We can't... Can't do anything about it. Uh, I'm just gonna have to wait this one through. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean... I might, I mean, this is probably going to be, like, one of those last times we're going to talk about wrestling in detail, because, like, I, I can't keep up with this shit, I'm sorry. Like, after after SummerSlam and how stagnant this product has become, I I can't talk about this anymore. Like, there's nothing going on that that's making me, like, want to give a shit about this. And it's not helping that guys like Rey Mysterio are now considering wanting to go back to
0: Mexico. Oh, no, no, no. He, he turned up at the AA already. Yeah. Everybody are furious with him and El over that.
1: Yeah. Which I think is fucking stupid because, again, I don't blame Mysterio for going there because they weren't doing shit with him.
0: Well, the thing is, is that um, what happened with him was um, they just didn't... Like I said, they just didn't do anything with him. And also, he did he, he just... just didn't became you, you know they just didn't use him and he just became a part timer well that's mainly because he just keep getting himself injured
1: yeah and again they you know they could have used him to put over the young guys cuz again if you remember back in 2010 he was the first guy to feud with Del Rio and he put Del Rio over yeah. And I I'm thinking to myself, why can't you bring in more part time guys to do to do this kind of shit with the company? I mean you got Jericho, but you kinda need more. You know, bring back, you know, Batista or someone or a- anyone, like mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean it's just it's it's gotten to that point where I god I don't understand the decision making anymore. It's gotten so bad. So bad.
0: Mhm
1: like and and th- there is no joy in this any like there is no fun no joy no nothing to this i mean i think to me like this week's raw was one of the most just bleakest raws i've watched in a while cuz the crowd was dead no one see nobody seemed to be into anything that they were doing that night and it just
0: God. Oh, you mean how they basically saying that how they got Damon Sanders on TV with sent Slind- um dropping him on um slender Yeah. And that was that was dumb. Yeah. And then now Nikki's coming out dressed up in all black and stuff like that and slapping Bree across the face and God knows. As-
1: I mean, it was just bleak and just not fun and it's just I don't know, man. Again, I, I can't I can't I can't keep watching the shit. I like yeah. legit. I can't I can't I can't keep doing this. I'm sorry.
0: Well, that's what I mean. Again, we're probably gonna talk about wrestling now and again, but again, at the moment it's just it, it, it's gone to a place at the moment when it's like, yeah, it's, you know? it's, it's not bad per se. It just I think Brock Lesnar does not deserve the title, and for anyone wondering, oh, but jo- Brock got the title. Well, let's be honest, Rock cared about the company. When he left the company, Hollywood, he still talked very highly about wrestling and he appreciated what he did. And when he came back, he did a lot for the company before he got the title. He actually turned up for quite a few rules. He turned up for quite a few pay-per-views, wrestling or non-wrestling appearances. And he deserves it. Rock, on the other hand, he slagged off wrestling. He wanted nothing affiliated with it. He tried to sue the company back quite a few years ago, back in oh eight oh seven, I think.
1: Oh, and 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 here's the thing. Like, Brock left because he was bored. Yeah. that That's why he left. He didn't leave to pursue Hollywood or anything like that. He just <laughs> left because he was bored. He didn't care anymore. He, didn't... he was like, fuck it.
0: You know what made me laugh about that? A lot of people said he dominated everything. Dominated no one mentioned his NFL career.
1: Oh, or... Or uh, you know, me being a um a uh UFC fan. Uh I I remember that uh Kane Vasquez fight where Kane dominated Lesnar, beat the shit out of him and left him bloody.
0: No one mentions, no <laughs> one's mentioned that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Good for you, Brock. You beat you beat Johnson in a senseless. Yeah, let's see how you do when they're in a rematch with Kane Vasquez. He'll beat your fucking ass. Yeah. Oops. Just, it... Because it pisses... Because, again, I don't like Lesnar. He's a fucking piece of shit. He, he's an asshole. Like, oh, yeah. he really is. He's just one of the worst people ever. Like, I, there's no no joy with him. Like, he's just there, and... I hear rumors that he signed a new contract just to show up on fucking extra pay-per-views and shit. It's just...
0: Yeah, they renegotiated his contract. So, he's he got a few more appearances now. <sighs>
1: because, you know, just... Oh, God, I fucking hate
0: Lesnar so much. <laughs> well, it happened, you know. We just, just don't have, have to accept it.
1: <laughs> I guess, because, like, cause, like, there's no... Like, I hate to be that guy who just sits there and complains, but again, it, it happened. It's the direction the company's going in... You know, they're no they this is again, this is Vince's booking. And it, and isn't it funny how Vince is like oh the UFC is in competition yet he has like UFC guys backstage at SummerSlam and and Brock Lesnar's your new fucking champion, yeah. <laughs> I find that hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> like UFC is in competition, but we're just gonna put our belt on Brock because you know he's kind of a big deal.
0: Yeah, big big deal. Apparently.
1: Uh, well, I I'm I'm done talking about wrestling. I cause, <laughs> there's like what else is there to say that I haven't already said? I, I, Raw was blah. I don't feel like talking about that. That 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 show just dragged on and on and ended on
0: very poorly. But yeah, overall, um could have been a lot worse, but it was a mediocre pay per view overall. Yeah, um, pretty mediocre. Yeah.
1: It was reminded me a lot of like SummerSlam two thousand twelve, yeah. like with that awful fight which again, once again, Lesnar in the paper main event. That makes a lot of yeah. sense. <laughs> well that's what I
0: mean, it's just I just felt that it just it had that I mean Up to the point with Roman Reigns versus Randy Orson, I thought, this is above average pay-per-view. I was going to give this a six. Then the main event happened and it dropped to a four. (laughs) Below average pay-per-view. No, no, seriously, just two points because of the main event. I I, I know some people are going to be like, oh, that's a bit selfish. Well, um, I want my fucking money back. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Again, we we paid. I I saw this shit live, yeah. so you know, <laughs> it's not like I catch I, It's not like I catch this on the replay. I stayed up late watching this shit, and it was awful. Yep. So, you know, I, I just fuck it. I, I'm done talking about wrestling. I, I can't so, can't yeah, do uh, this anymore.
0: <laughs> so is that a wrestling segment, or do we have any other criteria's to talk about?
1: Well, we didn't talk about Del Rio's firing. I honestly don't give a shit (laughs) either
0: way. I think we did talk about that. We talked about that um, last time.
1: Did we? Yeah. I don't think we did.
0: Yeah, we did. Yeah, we talked about it in the last podcast, and um, sure enough, he buggered off to Mexico.
1: And WWE's pissed at him, and I'm like, why are you pissed at him? He fucking left.
0: Yeah, apparently WWE don't want to say anything because they don't want to come off as racist. Have you heard that? No, <laughs> oh, no, seriously, true story.
1: Yeah, I I got heard like him him saying like they were racist towards him or some shit like that and I'm like Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: If you know, they were racist they wouldn't have fucking hired you.
0: <laughs> well and also it's not like W ever been racist before, you know, with um every single Asian guy that came through the front door they gave him some sort of Comical role and the Mexicans and God knows what else.
1: <laughs> oh, and Jinder Mahal's wonderful gimmick before he became like a fucking part of three m three man band.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Great Carly <laughs> Oh no no! Oh, Bill. Yeah. Um, what about um, Hazem Masan <laughs> That was uh, a that, that, that was that was wonderful. That
1: was wonderful. That was awkward to watch. <laughs> or hey, how about recently with Rusev Yeah. Ugh.
0: So yeah, that's pretty much our wrestling talk, really.
1: Have- oh, also, you just I just want to say good job WWE on like um losing your entire Latino demo- demographic cuz uh
0: you got rid of your two biggest Latino wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So, good job there. Maybe you can push Sinkara again.
0: (laughs) Uh, No, no, I think the guy who plays Sinkara is being fired. Yeah. He got released. So, you know, who's going to be the next, um, you know, Sinkara?
1: The guy who does Hunico is playing Sinkara now, so you can push him.
0: No, I swear he got released. Hunico got released. Maybe, I don't
1: know. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah,
0: fuck it, I'm done
1: talking about wrestling. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can't do this anymore, so... So for those who enjoy us, you know, talking about wrestling, this is like the kind of, uh...
0: The cut point?
1: I wouldn't say cut-off point, but if, like, something major happens, we'll talk about that, but don't expect us to do any more, like, uh, raw recaps or, like, Night of Champions preview or anything like that, because I don't give a shit.
0: So basically what, what was saying, when, when he gets interested again...
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you put effort into your fucking product, maybe then I'll give a shit. Yeah.
0: Well, so, what other news do we have?
1: It is, it's been a slow week. I would have liked yeah. to talk about. Again, another rant. I would have liked to talk about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, but it ain't out yet, so. You know. Because mm. I, you know, I, I want to see that movie. I've heard mixed things about it. I want to judge it for myself, but. Oh no, Paramount's like, oh no, wait till September or October, and then you'll fucking see it. The rest of the world can see it, and I'm like, why? You know, is it like that? Is it that, is it, is it like that? Is the franchise like that too, that controversial that you think that no one outside the US is gonna get it? Or something like that? I don't know.
0: Yeah, happens.
1: <laughs> it's like, it's kind of funny, like how they release the GI, like how Hasbro... <clears throat> releases like the two G.I. Joe movies outside the U.S. and and they they you know, G- again, outside I, outside the U.S., no one gives a shit about G.I. Joe, but they, you know, Hasbro shows more confidence in that than, than, than uh, Paramount does with TMNT, a franchise that uh, has been around for since the 80s. So, you know, yeah. logic. <laughs> That's how it goes logic, gotta love it um, what else it's like, there's nothing much to talk about this week because it's, it's just one, been one of those weeks where it's been so slow and outside of SummerSlam I kind of hoped that something would happen that I wouldn't have to talk about SummerSlam but nothing's been really going on that that made me like want to talk about any more stuff I mean, we, we already talked about like um, what was I- it, Gar- Guardians last week so,
0: you know yeah I think one thing we were talking about, um, but we, um, we we didn't um, talk. Um, we didn't really talk about it, but we did talk at the beginning of it. Was the Star Wars stuff?
1: Yeah, the the uh, the stormtrooper helmets like got leaked, and you know they no, cool. they look they, they look good. Look, you know they look cool and much better than the than the uh, what was it the what uh, what was that? the jungle the, what was it the the what was it that new cartoon the star wars rebels oh
0: yeah rebel rebel
1: i i don't i don't know like they they look the stormtroopers on that show look kind of fucking weird yeah like their helmets look a little bit like too big for their bodies or something it just looks kind of
0: where do um, we for be fair, all their heads look weird in that.
1: <laughs> God, I just fucking Disney. It's like, oh, we need to make a new Star Wars thing, and we're gonna make it for kids, and ugh, ugh. Because I've seen the shorts like, that they put out; they were awful. <laughs> like they were just complete
0: garbage. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's not good fun. It...
1: Because, I'm I'm sorry, like, because, you know, looking back at Star Wars, I think, like, the Empire or the Stormtroopers are, like, the least threatening fascist dictatorship in any form of pop culture. Because they get get their asses handed to them by a couple of kids and they're fucking... and the Ewoks, so... Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's just... that's kind of my problem with that entire story, where it's like you have this fucking fascist dictatorship that owns the entire galaxy, but they get beat by a bunch of fucking... Kids,
0: yeah, <laughs> never really worked out for him, didn't it?
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's, the that's the empire. That's kind of my problem with like the original, like because I know like a lot of people like Star Wars and whatnot, but like when you really think about those movies, they're kind of fucking dumb. <laughs> like when you really think about them,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: It's like Lando, who's like, oh, you know, Han Solo, I'm totally not going to betray you guys. Yeah, yeah. sure you are.
0: <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it bloody happens.
1: Have you, well, okay, have you seen the, what was it, the new Batman thing that they came out with? Assault
0: on Arkham? Um, no. i am blunt about that. No, I haven't. God damn it. <laughs> That's, I know, I need, I need to get around saying it i have got Amazon Prime recently, it might be on there. If I can watch it.
1: Well, it's probably on there on Amazon Prime and whatnot. Didn't they Yeah, they, I think they did like uh, I think on Amazon Prime u K you can get like all the Bat beware, beware the
0: Batman episodes yes, now. Yes you can. I've been watch I've been watching that in Young Justice. Have you seen the entire series? What Beware the Batman? Yeah, it's brilliant. It's this is such a unrated show.
1: I, I fucking hate Cartoon Network so much for not giving the show a chance because like it, it. I know like a lot of people were turned off by like the first couple of episodes, but trust me, like I think like after episode seven, yeah, it, it becomes really good. Yeah. Like out of nowhere, it becomes like this really interesting take on Batman and. No. Wow, do do I f do I fucking hate them for like not giving the show a chance?
0: It's just bad it didn't give the show a chance, you know, it's just like it's just one of those things we just look at it and you're like you just look at it and you're like, Oh man, come on. <laughs> you could at least give it a chance.
1: Because again, like the first couple of episodes I understand why people don't like them, but like after episode six or seven it, it, the show becomes really fucking good and then I'm like Okay, you have my attention now, and it becomes like your, you know, traditional Batman type type show. Yeah,
0: again, I think with most of these shows, when you do a new take on it, you have to get settled in. Again, with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, you didn't like it like at the start, but you settle into it eventually.
1: Yeah, because because that's the thing with like any source material, like when you change it when you change it up a little bit and, and people are not used to it at first but you kinda you give something a chance and, and if it's good you know it gets better but if it's not it just stagnates and
0: oh yeah definitely
1: and what was it I was I think like even even like the first couple episodes of Young Justice I wasn't too high on them but like towards the end of the, like the first season it became really good and I'm like okay I'm hooked now oh yeah definitely <laughs> The first couple episodes weren't that very very good, and... Oh, God, I I miss the days when we actually had cartoons like these, where they didn't talk down to kids, and they actually treated them like adults, and actually told stories.
0: (laughs) Again, it's to do with networking now, you know? Yeah,
1: I I guess, because, you know... Cartoon Network is like, oh, we need to market this shit to boys, but we can't make it action, because we have to, you know, make, make it. it a comedy. Yeah,
0: it happens. But yeah, I finally got around to seeing the whole run of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles now. Oh, thank God, I can talk
1: about something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to mention that, why we're on it. Yeah, I had to Because,
1: like... Cause, Cause, here's the thing. I don't want to talk about Beware of the Batman because, like, it's it's like until September until September when it's like out on Blu-ray. Because then I would just be a dick and spoil everything, and I don't want to be that guy. But, but uh, yeah, no, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, I that that show really, really took me by surprise this season.
0: It, was, it really did. It was deep and dark. <laughs> Okay, I will say the one lame episode was probably the pizza face monster, but still, well done.
1: <laughs> oh, no, no, I, I mean, yeah, there are some stupid episodes like the Dungeons and Dragons one. I thought that was kind of dumb, and the stupid pizza face, um, guy. I thought that was kind of lame. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the monster, the monster of the week type. Type uh, type episodes where they introduce a new character just just for like just for one episode and then they have them like go off for for like uh, for like towards the end of the season and then you know it's just never come not, never come back until like towards the end and I even di- I kind of disliked the episode with the, that guy who was trying to steal uh, was a Shredder's helmet I thought that was kind of a dumb episode you do
0: realize that's going to be Bebop.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I kind of see
0: that now. He is so Bebop, and the guy he's working for is so Rocksteady. Yeah. <laughs> have you Have you seen Have you seen They released the um, character designs for Bebop and Rocksteady. Oh, really? Season. Have you seen it? And I no. swear to God, it's been online for quite a while. And when you look at this, came out before that episode. If you look at Bebop's design, it's very, and I mean. Fitting image of that guy. Yeah, because he, he had a mo- he was because
1: again like Bebop, I think you know was a black guy.
0: Yeah. In, in the original cartoon, and he, and he had, had a, like a mohawk. Yeah, a purple <laughs> mohawk. Yeah. <laughs> that is so Bebop, and the guy he's working for is so Rocksteady.
1: <laughs> Except Rocksteady's Russian for some unknown
0: reason. I don't, but whatever. Oh, it's just a minor change. I'm not too fussed about it.
1: No, I did. I I love. I mean. The episode has a de- has a funny setup because cause out of all the episodes this season I think this one is more classic TMNT where they have like a really stupid setup where this Russian collector guy is like I want I want the Shredder's helmet and he hires the fucking black ninja to steal it
0: yeah
1: <laughs> and Shredder. And I do admit, like, I, there was a funny line in it where, like, Fishface goes, uh, but Master Shredder, can't you just buy a new helmet?
0: <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. There were some really good lines in it and stuff like that, and it was done so well this season. And, again, I think the Earthworm episode is actually getting nominated for an Emmy.
1: Yeah, I thought that was a good episode, but... But I think, hands down, I think my favorite episode, and yes, a favorite episode of mine does exist, is the, um, is the cry episode.
0: That was good.
1: That was brilliant. That I, was I, 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 when I watch that, I'm like, holy shit, I have no complaints about this whatsoever. <laughs> yeah.
0: Is that when Cry um, finally, like, tried to betray the turtle, but then, then she finds the trooper out from, um... Master Splinter, and then she's like, oh, shit, you were, you were telling her the truth.
1: No, it was it was the one after that, where she gets captured by Shredder, and Shredder uses her as a trap, and, um, oh, you know...
0: Oh, that was good. That, that had me on the edge of my seat.
1: That was my favorite episode, hands down. Because yeah. that ending, oh, God, that ending was the big punch to the gut... That yeah, was That was
0: dark. <laughs> that was dark, very dark. That was like, cuz
1: like that. that episode really like again, That's I wasn't hi- I wasn't hi- I wasn't like I was I wasn't like high on Christ's character the for, in this incarnation but but her like um but but her um, what was it? But this episode really sold me on her as a character. Because um, you saw her struggle. You saw her come to accept the truth and just despise Shredder for what he's done. Because, I mean, this is like the darkest version of Shredder I think we've gotten for a while now. Because, you know, he kidnaps yeah. Splinter's daughter yeah. and raises her as her own. and Jesus, this is kind of dark stuff for a kid's cartoon when you really Turns. think about
0: it. <laughs> and... And then plates, uh, in it mid blades her uh, believing it. he's his own father and Splinter was the one to her mother. And then truth yeah, finally does come out, she does accept it. Well, I th- <laughs> think accepting is probably not the best way to put it, but she's pissed. <laughs> she shreds blood. And it back and it backfires and she get and she get mutated. Which that was would- yeah gut wrenching in the watch that happened to her. So yeah. the one I'm curious. Where they're gonna go with her now.
1: I don't know. I honestly don't know know because uh,
0: but I think my favorite I think my f- I, I
1: think I, I think to me my favorite scene in the in the entire series so far was the scene between Karai and Splinter when they're talking and she asks him why didn't you want revenge? And he says, that's not who I am. Yeah. Because, you know, revenge just ruins more lives than um, – than, uh, I, I don't know what the line was, but he says, like, revenge pretty much ruins lives more than um, any tragedy could. Yeah. And I thought that was a pretty powerful line. And he says, like – and he tells her, like, what's important is, you know, you're here now, just forget about him. But, you know, she's so – like she's so frustrated with Shredder and wants revenge that it's kind of her undoing. Like she goes after him and she gets captured and you know, God, that that final scene, man, that that, that was just gut wrenchingly sad.
0: Yeah, and the thing is that you felt both for splint you felt for Splinter, you felt for everyone in that situation because it's just like, because when it comes down to it, everyone in this situation, well, even on, well, from Shredder to Splinter to the turtle did care about Cry, and, yeah, she gets turned into this, this snake-like creature, yeah. so, I'm curious to see how long we're going to go with that, that storyline, and it's, it, again, that is, I think that's, was a really good way to end off that season, and make you want to come back and see more.
1: Yeah, not to mention, like, the season is coming up, like, uh, next month, so that should be something. Yeah.
0: Well, we got, um, is that the final episode, or was that is? Is there one more episode for this season?
1: Well, I think there are two more episodes for this season, and it's going to be like a two-parter, and they're going to air it like next month.
0: Okay, fair enough. Because um, cause they showed the
1: trailer for that at Comic Con, where again it's it's basically um, it's basically a, it's basically another Krang invasion, like the invasion of Earth yeah. and whatnot, and it's it's that's what it's building up to. Because yeah. again. You know, if you've been following, the Krang have been, like, um, opening up various portals to, from their home. Uh, it's basically, what, I don't remember which season it was from the original show, but it's basically the episode where, like, the terror, the pterodrome comes into Earth and uh, Dimension X, like, invades Earth. I don't
0: remember which season that was, but... I think that, whoa, whoa, whoa from the original show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, the Drone invaded Earth quite a few times.
1: No, but I mean, like, The when... first time. I think I think it was like season 3 yeah. the finale of season 3 when Krang finally opens up the portal from Dimension X and brings in his rock soldiers into um yeah. into the world. I think that's what they're going for this uh for the finale of season 2 for TMNT. Yeah. Cuz they they show uh um, they show uh, what was it uh an alien and inv- they show the Krang invading Earth and chances are we're going to see the Technodrome return. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Um, we're gonna see the Technodrome return. I think we're gonna finally see it in action properly.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> I want to see that. It's not the Technodrome if it doesn't go on a rampage and starts wrecking shit. Yeah,
0: well, no, I mean, we did get kind of get it towards the end of the first season, but I think we want to see it again. But yeah. I, I do like the fact that this season didn't end off with the crane, but it ended off with Shredder this time around.
1: Yeah. I, I, this is why I think I like season two, or mo- season two more than one, because Shredder actually feels like a part of the story yeah. now, as opposed to season one where he was like a, just a secondary character, yeah. which I didn't like uh. so much. Well,
0: they built him up enough in season one, and so when they brought him into season two as more of the main villain, it worked. Yeah. Because you didn't see him. And also, you actually see the turtle fighting Shredder properly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that was a good
0: fight. Yeah. So it, took, it took the turtle's splinter and a bit of cry to take take on the Shredder, and they were struggling, all of them.
1: Yeah, I think, what was it, Legend of, yeah, the one where he loses his helmet, I think that's one of the few episodes, I think that's the only episode where we see him without his mask for the majority of
0: it. Yeah, I just love the fact where he said, I want that helmet back, and he said, what's, well, what's so poor <laughs> about it? It's just a stupid helmet, and the Shredder just like, <laughs> bitch slap, um, oh god, who the catfish guy? The fish face, yeah, fish face, oh my God, he went mad at him, and he just like, I want all you to find this, I don't care, you're finding my helmet
1: <laughs> and i and I do like the fact that they actually worked in that helmet into the um origin of the foot clan, yeah, I think that was kind of cool 'cause um. Because in the original series, they it was a dragon, but in this, yeah. in, in, but in this one, it's a it's the helmet that's the symbol of the Foot Clan, which I yeah. thought was pretty cool.
0: It was it was done really well. Um, I just I want to see more, and I think the, again the villains have done well again. I'm just there's just some stuff I just wish they would work on a little bit. I just want to know these characters more. Section.
1: like what do you what, what do you have problems with
0: um i don't know i just want it to go i know it's a kid's show but i want to go i want it to go a little bit darker
1: <laughs> like what
0: <laughs> i don't know it's just like i don't know what you could do to, to top it but i don't know um i want to see back to get turned human and they did what they did to in the 2003 show Oh, that, that was
1: like the most controversial episode they actually did. Yeah,
0: I would like to see him redo that again in CG. <laughs> no, no, seriously, that how he really ends up in the comics. <laughs> I know it's a controversial episode because episode could the, the funny the story behind that episode, they made that episode, but they didn't air it originally, and it was only available on DVD. Yeah, so and then. <laughs> And they, when they released it on DVD, they called it the lost season. Yeah, <laughs> which, which wasn't lost; it was just the fact that they were not allowed to show it on television.
1: Which it's funny looking back at it
0: now because it's so. It's tamed, but it's still. Dying. Yeah,
1: it's it because it it's very dark because it's basically him with a, with a clone body, but it just deteriorates and it just. There's a lot of gore in this, like, this is probably, like, the most gory thing we've seen in in, in any Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon, so... it was
0: just falling apart around it. Yeah. So, at one point, Jules falls off. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: God, I forgot
1: about that. Yeah. Which is... Which, I think, this is why, I like, I prefer the 2003 uh, Turtles cartoon over the other ones, because it was more faithful to the comics
0: and, uh... This was pretty was pretty dark, yeah. and I like. Well, it. this one was um, the new one. I say it's it's homaging all the others that came before it. It has a bit of everything, sort of like the um, the new IDW run doing at the moment. Oh, that one's that's a weird run. <laughs> it's a good run, though. <laughs> Again, you and me are going to have very different opinions on that, aren't we?
1: I I don't know <laughs> the the origin. I. You gotta love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fandom, where they they do everyone bitched about them being alien. They were supposed to be aliens in the new in the new movie, but like, but then you read their origin in the new IDW story, and it's like reincarnation.
0: Yeah, I like what they did to Roth in in the IDW one. That he basically got separated from his family, and he basically the reason why he's much more tougher and gruffer and stuff like that. You know.
1: And hey, we are, I'm. You know what I want? I want action figures based on the IDW uh, designs because I really like the designs for the IDW.
0: um. Oh yeah, the designs are brilliant. Yeah, Krang looks badass.
1: I fucking I want a toy of that. Yeah, (laughs) because he looks looks pretty badass with that new body of his. And Mm -hmm. and uh, what was it? Shredder looks badass. He looks more faithful to the um, what was it? Uh, Mirage Comics uh, version of him. And I, I, but I want, I want a fucking Foot Clan Leo so bad. <laughs> I, I love that design so much. I don't know why. I look so bad.
0: Yeah, <laughs> looks good. It again, the IDW run's very good at the moment. I recommend anyone who wants a new Spectre on the Turtles and want to read a good run of the, of the Turtles. That's my highest recommendation. You can go to to read.
1: <laughs> um.
0: Yeah, just the the new series been really good. I thought the episode, there's one weird thing in the episode, which I'm surprised they did it in a kid's show. What? It's when, um, the body switching episode. (laughs) You know which segment I'm talking about when they're inside the the technodrome. (laughs) Casey and April? Yeah. (laughs) There was some, they did it subtly. They did it subtly enough I think the kids won't get it, but it's one of those things, if you're an adult or teenager, you look at it and went, oh, I see what they did there.
1: <laughs> it's like, stop looking at your butt. Yeah. No, no, stop
0: pinching your, stop pinching my butt.
1: <laughs> and then
0: there's another bit where like, he turns back to it, and the first thing he does, he puts his hand across his chest. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, okay, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad, but still at the same time, you know, it's like, ah, come on. <laughs> he's a teenage boy, what do you expect <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. i i there was another one like i don't i'm surprised they got away with in, in like a kid show was the what was it the pizza episode oh where you see where you see a shot of April and you kinda you clearly see the camera pan on her ass yeah. You clearly see that.
0: Yeah. That was obvious homage. The whole ep- that whole episode was obvious homage to Dawn of the Dead,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> with the pieces eating zombies.
1: No, I mean where you see, got another shot that kind of bugged me what was kind of weird was when you see them being turned into pizzas and you see April's face in slow mo- getting hit by, anchovies and shit in slow motion.
0: <laughs> oh god, yeah, yeah, I know which one to. Do. Oh god, yeah. I know exactly which shot you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. That to be honest, that piece piece of face episode was the one. I think that was the weirdest episode for the whole entire show. But when I was watching that, I went, "Oh my god, this is so '80s. This is such an '80s episode. This is unreal."
1: Yeah. But, 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 but,
0: where did you? have heard that title episode. I heard. Oh, please be, please be, bring back the piece of the monsters. No, it's just a giant <laughs> mutated person that's got turned into a mutated pizza. And then Mikey beats him by eating him from the inside out.
1: And and, then the whole thing of, was it a dream or was it not? (laughs) No, and then at the end
0: of it, you see the actual pizza monster inside the pizza box laughing. (laughs) And I was just thinking to myself, if they're going to bring him back, please bring back the pizza monsters. I would love them. (laughs) I know they were rip-offs of of the blatant, obvious... um, Um, alien designs but I just want to see them back which ones the squirrels no the 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 yellow thing that came out the meatballs in the microwaves
1: I think they did that with the with the squirrels where the squirrels mutated and they looked like the xenomorphs and
0: I don't know but I I, I want to see them coming from out out of actual pizza (laughs) that's just me personally but you know I wanna see them do drag again for some odd reason. <laughs> yeah. Or slash. <laughs> they did slash. Oh yes, yeah, sh- uh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slash was done well. You
1: no know, better than the eighties cartoon, I'll tell you that right now.
0: Yeah, he wasn't like I need my binky.
1: <laughs> God Well they did Razar, I don't know if they're gonna do Toka. I oh, hope the- so. What do you think of the neutralizer? It is okay. I don't
0: know what to make of him. <laughs> no, seriously, I do not know what to make of the neutralizer. What do you mean? It's like, he's good. Like, in the sense that he's a good villain. But there's just something missing. Like what? Oh, it, it's onto my tongue. It's like, um... He has an interesting look and design. He just... Doesn't have much character
1: uh, well, I think uh, that kind of neat kinda
0: beats the status quo
1: I think that's kind of most of the most of the, like the one shot villains that they have like the 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 plant guy and the spider guy that they have like no personalities, they're just like monsters,
0: yeah, we're bad, we mean, we're green and stuff
1: like
0: that <laughs> <laughs> but i will give the new i will give the neutralizer credit for one thing he is has better of all the you know monster of the week type of thing he's probably the most interesting next to slash he,
1: i love his int- i love his introduction episode more than his uh, slash episode yeah
0: well again it was as i'll be honest it was ideal if you were going to you know get these two if you were going to Do a team up of two monsters, well, two weekly monsters or something like that. That those two were the perfect candidates to use.
1: Oh god, even the slash episode was kind of dark for a kid's cartoon where he's like, "You're weak. I'm gonna murder your brothers." And it's like, Christ.
0: Oh, uh, when (laughs) was it? um, Oh, was it the General Tiger guy? You know which one I'm talking about. When he came Uh, back and he just he looked like he was worse than where he just looked like.
1: Oh, oh no, no! They show a flashback, and you see him cutting the, that that worm up. Yeah,
0: cutting the worm up, and just slaughtering a ton of tons of people from Dimension X.
1: No, he. Mur- I, I'm convinced
0: he murdered the eighties
1: Turtles before he came back. Yeah, because <laughs> it's it's not seen, but it's pretty much implied in that flashback that he murdered them.
0: He flat came, out murdered them. When he came back, he had like one eye, half a ear missing, and a no tail.
1: Well, he didn't have a tail oh, yeah. to begin yeah. with. He just, yeah. his, his eye was missing.
0: Yeah, and he had a ripped ear.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, he's seen some shit. <laughs> it's like, you, I have seen stuff that you will never imagine. I've got to admit, him and Dog Pound, um, him and, um, what was it? oh bazar, um, bazar, they had a good conversation when they were teamed with each other, talking about it. Saying, so, why don't you eat him? It's just like... What I never had the instinct to get him. I thought you would have eaten him because then you're a cat. I don't know why. I just thought that was funny. Just, it's just those so two talk had that little moment on top of the roof. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I thought Casey Jones was done really well. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm
1: kind of a mixed, mixed bag on him.
0: I thought he was done well enough to be honest.
1: I mean, I, I mean, there are some episodes I like with him. and so some episodes I'm kind of like, yeah. Yeah.
0: You don't know with him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm kind of just waiting for him to do something real badass again, because the only thing I remember him doing real badass was him, like, staying behind at the hockey rink and beating up a bunch of foot soldiers. That was pretty badass. <laughs> well,
0: I did like when him and um, Raphael ch- chased down that Foot Clan ninja.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> that was a pretty really cool moment, and that was very action-packed sort of episode. I think it was his introduction episode.
1: Yeah, I think so. Because mm-hmm. uh, again, it's 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 a weird show that kind of gets used to. Because again, like if you're gonna get into it, like bear with like. Because uh, season one is pretty slow. Oh. You know, course, if you yeah. can, ba- if you can, if you can, like bear with that till the end, and and make it to season to season two, you'll you know you'll thank yourself for
0: it because. Uh,
1: because I remember I wasn't a big fan of season one, because no. season one was so slow.
0: Yeah, I remember when I spoke to you, and went, God, I hate this show, I hate this show, I hate this show, it's so slow. And then eventually, <laughs> you're like, oh my God, it won me over.
1: <laughs> and you could go and
0: go, I kept saying to you... Um, just give it time. It's a new show. There's a lot of new concepts we're gonna have to get used to. So just 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 wait for a moment.
1: Yeah, I mean it. I mean like everyone else, I had to like really accept the fact that April is now a teenager, and I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah, like
0: April's <laughs> a teenager. Um, the tur- the turtles were portrayed as being slightly younger, and it just it had a new art style. The first CGI show. So you know it had a lot to take on board, and then he had the uh, Jason Biggs, the pie fucking guy, being Leonardo, <laughs> which no one, no one, that did not go down well. People were like, "What the fuck?" I, I, I think people worse reacted to that than they did when they heard Johnny Knoxville was Leonardo, because I remember I, I was telling my mate, I went, "You recognise that voice?" He went, "What?" He, Leonardo? He went, "No," and I went, "That's um, Johnny Knoxville." He went, "He went what?" And he said, Why no <laughs> one told this? And I went, Well, no one really cares <laughs> um, but but yeah, it's just like now I think all that controversy got started up again because um Steph Green now is now is a replacement.
1: Well Seth Seth, Seth
0: Seth like we talked about this. Yeah. I said
1: like Seth do, does a lot of um Voice. voices and He can do it. Yeah, I mean, he can do it. And again, like, it's not like Jason was like,
0: give me more money or I'll leave. I mean, he, was, he just... He, he just had a cover commitment on another project, and that was the Orange is yeah. the New Black. And by the way... Because yeah,
1: cause, cause, cause here's the thing, like, no one expected Orange is the New Black to take off as it did. It was just kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, you know, it, it kind of, you know, maybe. But it took off real well, and people liked yeah. it. And
0: Well, I've been watching the New Orange is Black, and that's a pretty damn good show. I can understand yeah. why it picked up recently. Yeah.
1: And then that's why cuz cause, cause most of these Netflix shows like they they usually just test the, water with, the waters with them it's like so because with Netflix they're like you know we're going to work with a with a smaller budget and uh lesser, no network and, episodes. Yeah and because cuz with with shows like that they're kind of like there are the like vanity projects like House of Cards or Orange is the New Black, or which Orange is the New Black is like basically an adaptation of a book and yeah. that no one was in, that no one was really interested in at the time and then they took a big gamble on that and said, Okay, we'll just do it on Netflix and it paid off.
0: Yeah. It's picked off pretty really well cool. I've got through the first two seasons within like good good solid time.
1: because yeah, with again with Netflix you you know, they just release the entire thing and you just binge watch it. Oh yeah, definitely.
0: And um it's a, I have to just say, it's a very good episode. Um, I would recommend anyone to um, actually go away and watch that show. And, um, again, with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, another good show I really liked, to be honest.
1: It's kind of weird, like, how we're at that age where we're still, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is still, like, a thing. Well, the thing like, kinda of it's kind of weird.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, the... Uh, be fair, Teen Images of Turtles has always been a thing that has always been around from, from the 80s to the 90s. I think the only time it died off was probably around, around about the next mutation.
1: It, ugh, we don't talk about that yeah, shit. I know.
0: And then <laughs> then we had the new animated show that came out in the 03. And then then we had the, the CGI film. And then it did kind of die off towards the end of the animated show. But then it got popular again because of Turtles Forever. And then, immediately after *Turtles Forever*, the new show it's, its it was only there was only one period during the turtles' lifespan when it was like when it was a tiny hiatus point, and that's from 1998 to 2003. Yeah. So there was a short, there was a couple of years when it was wasn't there, and then it came back, and it it it, it got its second wind of life, and it's still going.
1: It's kind of crazy how it's like it's still a, a strong franchise, and again, like so many people like bitched about the <laughs> new movie, and I, I I I thought it was gonna bomb, but it's been doing so great at the box office, that, and that kind of shocked me, yeah. like how well it's been doing. It's and one
0: of those films it's like the original live action films that critically it hasn't done well, but money wise, damn, <laughs> it's <laughs> it... done well because it's a late late coming to the summer blockbuster line-up.
1: Yeah, and I would love to see it, but, you know, Paramount's a bunch of fucking assholes. Where, when
0: is it coming out? When will you live? 9th of September. Oh, you're getting it before me then. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, no, seriously, the UK's getting it last. We're, getting it until the, we're not getting it until the 17th. <laughs> wow. Germany's getting it before us. <laughs> Because we have to rebrand it to make them Teenage
1: Mutant Hero
0: Turtles. But, but the funny thing is, <laughs> ever since when they did the 2003 show, that's never been a problem. So I got no- <laughs> the only reason why I see this being a problem because here in England at the moment, the biggest money-making film at the moment is In Between Us Two. <laughs> no, that's killing at the box office here in the UK. It's. I it, tell you anyway, I'll tell you anything. It's not going to get released worldwide. If it does, l- limited release. this in different countries, but it it's one of those films that I can understand why they didn't release Turtles, but I can't understand the reason why, it, why are we not getting it until September? I released it mid-September when the whole in-between thing does die down, because i would be honest, I went to the first week of, I, okay, right, I saw Guardians the second day it came out, and the theatre was like, it was pretty busy, the theatre, like pretty full. But then when I went to see it, when I went to see The Inbetweeners, and it's like, keep in mind, this is like the fourth day it's been out. The theater was packed. Sold out. Wow. So you know that. I can a perfectly understand why they did not release it the same week as The in Inbetweeners. <laughs> because let's be honest, it's like, because here in the UK, the cinema's so expensive here in the UK now. And you only got enough money to see one film. People are going to see betweeners over Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm going to be blunt about that.
1: Did Inbetweeners like uh, outdo Guardians at the box office? I there, I
0: think it did. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Jesus, wouldn't be surprised.
1: Like, cause, cause, like, when I when when I went to see Guardians and it did like it came out like, you know, on the 14th here. So I was expecting like I know it's gonna be like a late uh, August release. It's not gonna be packed, but we went to like uh, a, a a night showing of it because mm-hmm. I was like you know, a night no one's gonna be there. But holy fuck was it packed! Yeah, like so many people were there. We had to wait for and then a huge line just to get our tickets, and it was just crazy, you know. Because again, and we like booked online. So all we had to do was just go up to the machine and like get our tickets, but it was like packed there. We had to wait for other people to get their tickets to before we could get in. And even when we got in, it was like hugely crowded. I think I saw more people in this than Godzilla, yeah. and I saw Godzilla like on uh, opening day.
0: Oh, so. you, oh, you you mean your favorite film this year? <laughs>
1: God, I, that 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 theater experience was just so uncomfortable. I I don't like. Uh, Because here's my problem with, like, theater experiences. Like, I I sit down and take my seat. You know, I'm happy. And then always some fucking douchebag comes in and sits next to me. Always.
0: (laughs) I'm like, God damn it. You're not a very social person. (laughs)
1: Like, (laughs) the douchebag with his backwards cap, with his phone out, texting during the movie, and I'm like do you want to watch this shit or not? You know, because if, th- if you want to sit here and text, then go outside.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, I, that kind of pissed me off, like, when I was watching Godzilla, like, this fucker was sitting next to me with his phone out, texting throughout the entire thing, and I'm like, do you want to watch the fucking movie or not?
0: Yeah. Oh, um, speaking of funny, um, theater experiences, um, okay, this back a while ago, this was back around the time when Avatar came out, was in the theaters.
1: Oh, God. Right.
0: <laughs> I was sitting down, and um, I'm watching a film. It was me and my brother packed for out theater, and uh, we had this guy next to us. Um, obviously, I don't want to stereotype it, but obviously a chav. And um, we're watching the film. We're watching the film, he 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 had his phone on him. He looked at his phone, and you know, well, the films is like over two hours long anyway, right? Avatar, right? Yeah,
1: I think it's like three hours long. Yeah.
0: So he looked at his phone. He turned to me, he went, hey mate, is there going to be an intermission for this?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so I sat there, and I was like, um, it took me a few seconds to realise, it took me a few seconds to realise, what did he just ask? Because I thought to myself, no, he seriously could not just said that. And I, and I said, no, and he went, and he went well it's about a three hour film oh, I am like, yeah, I know, but Intermission's never been around since the six since like the sixties, mate. You know? 60s, 50s. <laughs> Oh God, it's
1: it's kinda like my mom when we yeah. when we were like when we were going to see like Godzilla and, and she, she asked us like how long was the movie and it's like we were like two hours and it's like, Oh no, you can come out for like intermission, right? I'm like, mom, there hasn't been intermission since like the late '90s. <laughs> yeah.
0: And and then the, the, the funny thing was, I thought this guy was going to kick off at me when I said no, and he went, he went, all right then. Just <laughs> <laughs> went back watching the film, and I thought. And my brother sitting next to me, and I think it was was me, and my brother, and I think like two of my two of my mates, and. I the film was open. My brother just came up to me. went, Did that guy really ask you what the was? I went, yeah. And my mate, <laughs> and my mate went, and, and then one of my mates just went, and just 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 cracking up, laughing. Anyway, he, he just went, fucking moron. <laughs> it's like you
1: know, it's like
0: <laughs> that was his first theater experience. <laughs> I it made me laugh because he's just like he I, he said it in the like I don't really want to. Um it's just like he said it to me like the most chaviest way possible and then he went complete posh gentleman on me. <laughs> it really blew my mind <laughs> So he's just
1: sitting there and he's like, Yo mate, what, what's the any immersion in this blood? <laughs> and then it's like, no. Alright then. <laughs>
0: It's the best story ever. <laughs> I tell that to, uh, I I've 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 I have i i have i have not told many people that story because I feel bad for the person. <laughs> it's like, what's a cinema? <laughs> he just was like, he just asked me if they was in the mission and I was like, Well, no, not really. They haven't been in the mission for years and it's just like oh, I just said one of those things and I was just like, you know what, i I'm, I'm 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 just gonna you know I'm I'm just going to pretend that didn't didn't happen and just watch the film. Um but yeah, I went to see Expendables as well this week so but unfortunately you haven't it's it's, it's not out there yet where you are or what
1: No, it's it's out. I'm just not paying money to go see it cuz I'm not paying for fucking PG13 movie.
0: Oh, it was, it's it's okay. It's not bad but it lost a bit of the charm on the previous two, but, you know, it's still a good film. It's like a lot of people said to me, oh, my God, the writing's so bad. I'm like, really? You're really complaining about the writing in a film that has over, okay, 15 action stars in it, and a, one possible male actors have been in the Twilight films? Are you seriously... <laughs> saying that to me, a bunch of guys, the large majority of the cast, probably in their 40s, by the way.
1: Well, so Stallone is 60, Arnold is 60, Harrison is 70.
0: Yeah. (laughs) He had, um, oh, God, the guy who plays Sorrow, in the 90s film.
1: Oh, Banderas, he's probably like 15, 6, I
0: believe. He had, Jason Stack, it blew my mind, and i was just like, it's a dumb act. It had Mel Gismond as the bad guy. <laughs> he plays this mini-rich tycoon. One of the first scenes you see him in, he basically almost kills one of the main members, and then he's just like, he's standing there, looking at a portrait, and he's like, ah, oh, it's, it's like, he's it's like, oh, this, oh, why do we come to these scenes? It's like this is a pretentious piece of artwork. There some artist didn't realise it was going to go for this money. he kicking himself in his grave. He was alive today, and he just say goes on and say it's pedantic, it's pretentious. It looks like utter shit. How much is it? Three million sold. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a Bond villain. <laughs> what were you expecting?
1: Uh, it's just all you have to say is.
0: It's a Stallone movie. He had... Arnold. There you go. You had Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> quoting himself, Get to the Chopper. Oh, God. That was brilliant. It was funny. Everyone, everyone in the theatre laughed at that moment. But he said, Come on, get to the chopper. Everyone just cracked up laughing. It was a brilliant... Con- this was a dig at Stallone and himself. When it's like, it's Jason Statham, Harrison Ford, and Smith Stallone are having a conversation through the radio with each other. And... How's the force get coming as go? It's Jason's He said, what language is that? He went, it's English. You dumb ass. He went, well, stop mumbling. I can't understand a word you're saying. And then he just went, he just, he, and then Stallone said, yeah, I have a hard time understanding him as well. And then Jason, said, you're the one to talk. And I was like, wow. <laughs> and then there's another <laughs> bit, because you know, when Wesley Snipes is in this film, right?
1: Yeah, right. I know. I've heard of this one. This one's dumb.
0: It's not dumb. It was. I say it's clever in the sense that he said, so why did he went to jail? He went, well, apparently for tax evasion. <laughs> <laughs> just the way he pulled it off is just like... It, just, it was well done. It, it's, a, it's a dumb action film, but it's expendable. And it's even a funny bit at the end when it's just like Stallone and Jason Station sitting down with all the new members with we were like, we're, we're, we're the young cast completely pissed off their head doing karaoke on the stage. And then Jameson Station just stands next to him and say, you're like a proud, demented father. And he's like, well, you didn't have to answer the demented part. And Jameson Station turns to me, and like, Oi, I gave you a compliment. Take it. And it was just just accept it and i just like I went I went you know what outside the UK no one's going to get that going to get that little joke <laughs> it's one of those things where a bunch of UK people will get that sort of humour from him because that double, again, that's a very British thing that basically you give a compliment but you insult them at the same time you know <laughs> it's a very English British thing to do and it, I, I found it funny and that got a good laugh out the theatre everyone in the theatre as well But yeah, that's pretty much my experience with Expendables 3. Yeah,
1: I just... I kind of got tired of them, and to be quite honest, I'm like... To
0: be fair, I would say this. I've seen all three of them. The first one was... Well, I
1: fucking hate the first one so
0: much. The reason why I hate the first one is because of the direction. Again, you let the Sloan direct the film, and it's a uh, too many close up, too much stuff in the dark, and it just wasn't good. It wasn't.
1: Oh, oh, and not to mention, like the you can tell like the first one was a PG thirteen, but then they changed it to to an R rating at the last second. Yeah, and there's like a because you know they added that is a load music, of blood. Yeah, they added like a lot of CGI blood to the gun to the to the. to the the fight scenes
0: and I'm like it looks terrible well the second one is probably the best one to be honest
1: yeah I I like the second second
0: I fucking love
1: the second one is like what I wanted the first one to be yeah because I'm like it was taking the piss out of itself (coughs) and it and it ends with Stallone holding the severed head of Van Damme yeah what more do you want (laughs) exactly
0: and it's just again it was a good film Um, I really enjoyed it and um I really enjoyed the second one. I just felt this one just took a step back a little bit, uh, but it's still enjoyable. And it did took a lot of digs and joke check each other and stuff like that. There's, they even took the piss out of the whole dramatic, um, like Salone running, uh, running to the helicopter and the building behind him falling down and stuff like that. And you think he's dead. And then it's like the wire and it was done well. It was a lot of funny jokes. And again, uh, what's his name? The guy who plays Soro, um, he was quite funny in this. He was really funny in it. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, overall, not a bad film. I think it doesn't serve the great It does. But the third one's better than the third one's better than the first one. I say that much.
1: Well, that's not saying much yeah. cuz cause, cause I I'm sorry, like I, so someone people like defend the first one, I, I mean I got into an argument with someone about this and I'm like, "No, dude, the first one was fucking terrible." Like because cuz here's my problem with the first one. It's called The Expendables, but you barely fucking see them. They're yeah. barely in that fucking movie. Like, it was, what was it, Eric Roberts and that other general guy, they got more screen time than The Expendables, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: you kind of felt that they were, like, it, the story was more about them, and The, the Expendables were just, like, thrown yeah. in there <laughs> at the last second.
0: Yeah, uh, i again, with this, with the third one, it's like, Mel Gibson, he does have a very funny bit when he's like, he's like, right, there's three guy. He went, look, come on. There's only ten guys. Why is such a problem killing them? You've got tanks and helicopters. Why can't you just kill them, or injure them like this? And he starts shooting his own people. And I thought, okay, that's funny. <laughs> basically, he's like, if you want something done right, you have to do it. So he just gets in the truck and just crashes into the buildings. Like that does it I'm just gonna kill you. <laughs> but yeah, overall, good film. <laughs>
1: So yeah, I think I think that's pretty much it. Like cuz it's been been a fucking slow week and not not much been going on and this was like probably
0: more um, improvised show.
1: Yeah, probably like us more this is like how we talk normally.
0: Yeah.
1: Like when we're just like, "Oh, did you see this? Did you see that?" No, I thought it was good and yeah, but again, for those that listen to us, usually we're more topic focused. We I would usually bring up a topic and we would talk about it, but you know, because Cause this has been a slow week. I I figured, fuck it, <laughs> you know, yeah. just free <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, uh, thanks for listening, and um, and uh, yeah, I'll probably put in like a little description, uh as like a little timestamp for those who want to skip the wrestling stuff. Although I don't, although I don't know why you want to, because this one I think we pretty much was more depressing than anything else, but. Yeah, anyway, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you all later. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.